Hilchas Tumas Tzeras Pekidalit. So the last two prakim were about begadim. Now we'll talk about houses. Halacha Aleph. Hatras Abatim Tzeras on the houses. Kishnei Gris and Zebetzad Zed. The shear is two gris in next to each other. Which is double the amount of the shear by a bag of the by the skin. So it turns out the shear of a of a tzaras on a house, the minimum is twelve hairs by six hairs, a rectangle. The pashtus the din is like just like by a skin, it has to have that shear. So by the skin it's six by six. If it's five by a hundred, it's not tummy. So by a house, the shear is six by twelve. If it's 11 by 100, it's not tummy. It has to be l'chair, that rectangle of 6 by 12. Okay. It's less than that amount. Tar is tar. Again, the Ram tells us, in case you forgot, all the shiurim in Torah, for the most part, Base. When it comes to a house, there's three signs of definite tumor. Mater yurak rak, or even possible tumor in terms of hezger. Very green, vadam dam, very red, vapishin and spreading. Right, so we're talking about the the simonim of definite tumor. These are the three. The kulim of Fashmatayra, all of them are explicitly mentioned in the Chumash. The two colors of red and green can combine to one large nega. So you have six by six of red, six picks of green side by side, or whatever the, the composite is, it's tummy. Peace, you some calls you when it spreads in the house to be considered tummy, the smallest amount is considered a spreading. And I'm not, I don't know if he's going to tell us how you know for sure it's spread, how you mark it. By the hair, he told us how to do it. Over here, the it's very posh. Just make a mark with a marker or with, you know, with paint. All right. Anyway, when the spreading happens, the smallest amount is considered spreading. However, if the, it spreads, but it's, it's interrupted by, by, by some space between and a new nega appears far, uh, not, you know, far from the original nega, then has to be grace. A full grace is required for the shear considered spreading. Like by a baguette. However, if it comes back after you demolished a part of the house and you blasted it and then afterwards the stress returns now you're going to ask me what's the Ramam talking about the Ramam assumed like he told you in Nakdama, before you learned his Sefer you read to Tanakh so you hope you learned to Pashat Tazir Mitzayda so you know there's a concept of you have to kind of you know demolish that part of the where the, the house of the Tzeras is replaster it and wait so if it comes back after that Kishnei Grishin that and ignore it because it's <laughs> exactly, like it says in the Madush. Yeah. So therefore, that 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 shear uh, to be considered returning after the mount it has to be two full grisin. If it's less than that, it's not considered a returning nega. Can you, can you tell me with your finger what is six hair and? No, I can't. Hair. I don't know. You have to look it up in the exact measurement. Twelve hair. I, I, it, but, but basically, it's d- double the size of a dime, uh, American dime. It's one six by six is American dime and two of that. Gimel. In order to be considered tamay, it has to appear like it's sunken into the wall, which I think means you can't look like it has to look like it's like it's like a it's like a deep um, uh, permeating uh, type of uh, type of uh, blemish. Yeah, Shemar says shakaru race. That's a word in the Chumash. Shakaru race. The Ram apparently learned the word shakaru race is shakayin bakiras. It's a composite word of two things, which means shakayin bakiras. You know, sunken into the wall. Kubidam also means in terms of the color. The color has to appear deeper than the, the stone around it. But I think it means more in terms of the texture, not the color. It has to look like it's deep into the, the stone. Either these two colors are very, 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 very green, you can quarantine the house or determine it as definitely the tummy. Qual- uh, circumstances providing, as we'll see. If it spreads, then you have to demolish that part of the house where the, where the terraces, as we'll see, those stones. And we'll see more detailed later about this, but if it spreads again, after replastering, it's called by his bar, then, as we'll see in, in Perak Tesvav, next Perak, you have to demolish the entire house. Okay, 
Doubt. When you see the nega first in the house, even if you're a big Tamil Chacham and you're the guy who's the expert in the Goyim, you're for sure certain that this is a proper nega. Don't say with certainty to the client. There's a trash in my house. There's a nega like thing in my house. Why? So most of the Mahashim seem to explain, based on the, on the Pirish Mishnayis and, and, and the Teretimim and Chumash, that this has to do with Kavad no, don't say you know for sure. This is like a, it's the kind job to say that the nega for sure came, and uh, because the other way you're putting words in his mouth. Good, I'm sure. right? Yeah, exactly. Sure right, it's not appropriate. The gonna feel now like uh oh. You're saying a svar as to why, as to why you're why coercing him to paskin. Why says why says ken nega? So you're saying the Kayim feels coerced to Paskin that's a, that's a nega? Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, because he's saying that Tamil Kokham is saying that this yeah. is what it is. So yeah. I, I, I mean, he's worried about making a mistake. But even the Amor, it's not sure. Yeah, okay, good, fine. Okay, it's a good point. Yeah. The Kayim then has an obligation. He says, you have to clean the house down. There's three different opinions. I mean, depending on how you learn the Mishnah, two or three opinions over here. But there's a Chiyuv to clean the entire house out. Afila Chavila Eitzin Achilikonim. Even... Uh, bundles of, 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 of reeds of, of wooden reeds which l'chayra not usually makabal tuma there's a chiv to clean them to clean them out of the house but and again Pasha says Ramam goes like the first opinion of the Mishnah not because of makabal tuma there is an opinion of the Mishnah opinion of the Mishnah that's exerous that cause of over here even these type of things that are not makabal tuma they're not kalim they're just random sticks or makabal tuma comes to saras the Ramam is saying like the opinion that says it's a special obligation to clean the house out because exerous that of not because of makabal tuma the other types of things like pots and pans are makabotuma, of course, but the chiddush is even those things which are not makabotuma, you take them out. Afterwards, when you clean the house out, you clear, clear the house out of all its contents, then the kayin comes and he inspects the tras. Bayus awful, a dim house. You don't open up new windows. You don't have to. You don't, you don't say that it's too dark in here. We can't have a good reading. You have to punk, uh, punch, a, punch a hole in the wall so the can see. You don't do that. If its natural state is such that the nega does not appear there, even though the chera you see it in the time of day where I guess you're supposed to use the the, the time like you said by 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 teras, by a skin right between nine and eleven a.m. or three and five p.m. when the sun is the, in, not too bright, not too dark. Still tahar. The thing is, it's tahar because you look at whatever uh, if sunlight's available. So that means you're not allowed to do a badika, like bring it up. Bring Correct. It up more intense right. To it. Exactly. Mean, you don't bring any candles. It's a dim light. It's a dim light. That's right. Exactly. You use natural light. After the koyin inspects the teras, he has to go out and stand next to the doorpost. But if next to the next to the uh, the doorpost. But Yaskir, then at that point, he has the obligation. To, he's supposed to be dafka outside the house next to the doorpost. And he should say the house is in Muzgur or Yachlid if it's for sure Tame, if it's coming back after two weeks, right? Or Yifter, or he says the house is fine. Shinemar, it says, the coin should leave the house. And then quarantine the house. That's what the Pasuk says. But he should not do when he's inside the house. And not because if he does while he's in the house, he becomes Tame. That's probably true, but that's not the reason. If the coin wants to become Tame, He's allowed to become Tommy. There's no, there's no chiyav for the kanyan not to become Tommy. Only Thomas messes in Isser. Okay, Kubit Siras actually is supposed to stay away from him. Like upon him, that's not to be the reason. is because the terrorist says he must be outside the house. He shouldn't be inside the house. Excuse me. The kanyan should not do it after he returns to his own house. Nor do it when he's still inside the house as Taras. Or when he is... On the, in, in the doorway, just barely outside. Outside, next to the doorway. What well, Yaskir means the house is under observation quarantine. Yaskir means the house must be demolished. 
If the coin does stand under the lintel, or he went to his own home, and then he he says that house is musger. How is it musger? Then in that case, it works. Now, the house is in quarantine. You have to kind of wait to see if, if the uh, if the um, if it spreads, huh? That's what it seems. Now, the Ram doesn't say if he goes to his own house, he's machad that it works. I think it would work there as well. I'm not sure why you make a difference. So, all right. Um, yeah, I'm saying, but he says if he has he's a musker. And what if what if he's machlid? is a machlid as well, right? I think I think it's the same thing. Good. The house is not metamet the tomb of Tzeras. Actually, but we have We'll see. There's different stages. We'll learn about that all in uh, in the uh, next paragraph, I believe. In order for a house to be a candidate for Tzeras, it has to be at least have dal amis square. Oh, yes or more. It's minimum shear. Small than that's not a house. But Yehele, Arabic, also has to have four walls. And we'll see it means the four outer walls. It has to be a square house, basically, a rectangular house. Vubani Barat has to be built on the ground. Ba'avonim, made, the house must be, the construction has to consist of stone. Va'afur, earth. Ve'etzman wood has to have all three materials. Shemad says, when he talks about clearing out the house, it says, Asavonov, the stones, Ve'etzov, the wood, Ve'asafar, and it's earth. There is like a there is like a filler look like like a, like a kind of like cement of types. It has to have all three types. If the house was small and that didn't have daladamas by daladamas, the house was round and the chay even if it was mashmas even if it was very it was very large, so it had the space of daladamas by daladamas inside, right? Meaning from one wall to, if you have this round house, from one wall to the other, as long as it's daladamas times uh, 1.414, then you have the size of a square of daladamas inside. Uh, but still, the Amma says because it has to be a square house, not round. It had three walls. It was a triangular house. It was a house that had multiple sides. So it was shaped like, the, like a, a pentagon or more. I think that someone, I, saw, I heard someone that in the Tesefta with the Mokov, they used the word pentagon actually. I forgot where I saw that. Yeah. If it was built on a boat, it wasn't built on the earth, on the Oretz. Or it was built over four poles. So it's not because it's built on the four poles, not on the earth. It has to be built on, on the earth and has to have four walls. If it's built on four amudim, four pillars, now what's the chiluk between Arba Kresh and Arba Amudim? I'm not completely sure what the chiluk over here is. One sticker, that's the vart. It says Kresh Matika. I'm saying that both cases it's built on four suspending devices, which is not it's not mamash on the earth, right? So why is it if it's on the ground? Why is it called built on amudim? Built on amudim means that it's built on um, like a poles. Kairos is beams. Yeah. So he wants to say over here based on Daman Mishnayis in the Ram La'am. It sounds like he's saying like this. That when, when he says that it's not considered Tomei because it's built on arbitrators, that's like a house that's like bungalow colonies, right? It's like on a hill, so it's like suspended on the four poles, and the floor of the house is not touching the earth. Yeah, it's it. just built on four on, on pole on, yeah. on some kind of you know contraption like a like a cinder blocks, cinder blocks or whatever. Yeah, but when it says when it says that it is Tomei if it's on Arba Amudim, he wants to say that it's it is no wall, it's just four poles and a roof. That's what I'm, which is very muddled because it has to, be, has to be four walls. But okay, that's what he wants to say in the Ramaspirish Mishnayis. Halacha Zayim. 
boy. What is the amount of stones the, the, the house has to have? So it has to have four walls. How many stones? It has to have a minimum of eight stones per house. Each one of the four walls must comprise of at least two stones. This way, every one of the four walls has to be a candidate for teras. Otherwise, if it's not, then the teras, the halacha of teras, does not apply to any of the walls. Why? Does, so, who cares if it has two walls or not? She ain't not biased. Metam ben goyim, ashidoya ben mishte kashay grisin al shteyavonim. This that we said has to have a shear of two grisin. You have to have a minimum of one gris per stone. If you have not less than a gris per stone, it doesn't count. So it has to be a minimum of two grisin, and each one must be on a separate stone. They also have to be touching, remember, because if they're not touching, so it's, not, it's, not, it's not large enough. In other words, it has to be the minimum shear of two grisin per charas in a house must be the case you have one grisin on this stone, one grisin on that stone. Now, if it's ten grisin, because hey, you have one on this and none on here, we don't care. But the point is it has to be that you have a has to touch the two, the two, the, the two grisin which comprise the minimum shear of teras well, to must be oh, touching each other bounce. in which case when you say you have one on each stone no, they have to be in a weird with the two where the stones meet otherwise it's not otherwise otherwise it's not six by twelve it's six by six here six by six over there and there's two separate stones that's a problem no two separate stones is, is good that's not a problem the problem is it has to be touching each other the, the, the shear of six by twelve the grisin have to touch each other correct that's it and because one grease on each Stone is necessary, and the two must touch each other. They must be in the, in the location. If it's a minimum shear situation, we have twelve by six. The, the, it must be. The, it must be that the grease is the place where the two stones well, are meeting. Which is mean the cement. Correct. No, no. Where the two stones are touching that place. Okay. Yeah, because you know, it has to be. Again, it has to. Even if it's a larger amount, the fact is, besides having minimum shear of six by twelve, it also must be that it's, it's grabbing hold of two separate stones. So, that, that, so it turns out it's going to be where the two stones are well, touching. Combines them is the fact yeah. that the two stones are touching. Right, okay, good. So therefore you have to have uh, d- uh, two stones on each wall because if it's one large brick, or one large boulder, excuse me, no matter how large the saras is, it's not going to count because you have to have two stones per saras, per nega. Shemad says, the stones, the plural, upon which the saras is. Two grisim on one stone. A hundred grisim on one stone doesn't mean anything. Two grisim... On, I'm, I'm on two stones and one per I stone. Need. You can't have three quarters on one, one quarter on the other. Right. You gotta have the comma eight in you by how much so that's so two two stones per wall. How much wood must be in the house? Enough wood to put under the lintel. Um Okay, so in other words, whatever size the, the, the doorpost is, that's how much wood you have to have to put under it. I think he means like the, what's that thing called? The threshold? That's the, the, the minimum shear of the wood. Yeah. how much earth? Excuse me, in order to put between, enough earth between the one broken stone and another. When you have these like little pieces of stone, you have the earth that fills it in and compacts them so you can, they stay in place. Okay. If this was not, you know, the shir, you didn't have this much wood, there was less than two stones, or, or the, the earth wasn't, wasn't really sufficient to, to keep between the small stones in the place. The house is not subject to halachas of teras. Halachas. Halavenim bricks, which are made of like mud that you dry in the sun, right? Not, not actual stone. Vashayish and marble. Marble is not considered a stone over here for whatever reason. I'm not sure. I'm sure the Hamakaris talk about it. You have one. You have a house. One of the walls is coated with marble. And the other wall is one big boulder. The other wall is stones. And one of the walls is earth. It's not subject to lachas of negoyim. 
because and, and, and even if not even if only one of the walls had these had these different things you have to have four walls all four walls must have two stones each if one of the walls is marble or it's one big boulder or, or just earth doesn't count you know it's even though the point is that one of the, he says one of the walls taka was made of stone two stones or more you have to have all four walls must be subject to the halachas of teras otherwise the whole house doesn't doesn't, doesn't uh, fall under the sugya you have a house that did not have the requirements to be considered subject to Tras. appeared. We don't care, obviously. But afterwards, you finished your construction, you expanded your house. Now you remodeled. Now the house does have the requirements. Tar, since when the Tras appeared, the house was not shachted to the of Tras, even though now it is because you, you, uh, you fixed it up. But that original bold, one big boulder is still there with its with its teras. It's not negia because once it appeared that way, it stays taller forever. Yud bias You have a house that you for the roof you used not wood used some kind of vegetation. So bitlon that is mavatel them. They're no longer considered food. They're considered it's bizarre is ed- ed- edible vegetation. Here, bitlon by putting them on the roof, you mavat them for the purpose of construction. Like bamboo. Yeah, oh, yeah, some kind of some kind of you know re, like bamboo mat of some like kind. Bamboo. Bam, well, bamboo's not edible. If you're a panda bear, it's edible. But uh, it's like edible for you or edible for an animal? No, no, edible for a person. And therefore, normally, would have the halachas of tumah that applies to food. I'm sorry. I'm not sure, but let's say over here he touches it as plants. You know, these are edible plants. Since you're using these edible plants for wood, purpose of wood, and in any case, they have the loch of wood, therefore, if the house becomes tamay, this, this, this uh, edible plant becomes tamay to machamura. In other words, even though the heritage of food, and the food by definition not, sometimes is not in the tama, the higher level, higher level of, of tuma, because over here you're using it for, for the construction. So these, uh, these uh, I don't know, the carrots, and not carrots, you know, these, these grass, edible grasses that you're using as part of the roof, part of the wall as well, but more commonly part of the roof, they are part of the house and they assume this, the stringent level of tumah that's unique to Tzeras. Halachin Aleph. Yerushalayim, so now let's talk about geographics. Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim, or outside of Eretz Yisrael, Eid, Metam, Benagayim, the houses over there are not Metam, Metzah Tzeras. Shemember, it says, Beveiz, Eretz, Chazazchem, right, tomorrow. I think this is when you come to the land of your inheritance. That excludes Chutz L'Aretz. Yerushalayim, for individual shvatim. It's for all of Klai's soul. Now, here's the question. When... Yeah, well, it was in their territory. Right. But it, it was because it was in their territory. They're responsible for it. It's like, you know, it's like your, like your walkway. You know, it belongs to the city. You got to take care of it. I think that's the idea. <laughs> it's, not, it's considered, it's considered a... It wasn't for, correct. The house of Goyim and are not Metam and Goyim. What happens if you buy a house of a Goyim that has Tzeras on it? So if the, Goyim, if, if, the, if the Goyim's house has Tzeras, we don't care. I can walk in, I can walk out. I'm not Tame, he's Kalim on Tame. We'll learn in Sefer Shaftim all kinds of halachas about what happens if you conquer lands outside of Eretz Yisrael, how you can expand the border, and in which contexts that land assumes the Chum of Eretz Yisrael. And theoretically, the entire Eretz Yisrael could spread if, if it's conquered by a Melech Yisrael in the right context, you can spread Eretz Yisrael in all four directions, which means all of Africa, all of Europe, and all of Asia could become Eretz Yisrael. 
Now, do you, can you do that after? Can you can you can you can you continue that? You know, to, to the Americas. I'm not sure how that would work, but because you have water in the way. But theoretically, that would happen. So in that case, the chayyim shas would apply there. Upon the house, the house of a guy itself, a guy owns a house. I'm not sure if he has to own the property even, but if he owns the house, the din is that it's not with Hamid and Goyim. So therefore, you, if you when a Yid buys a house from a Goy and there's Tras on the wall, we look at it as if it's, it's a, new, uh, a, new, a new purchase. So we don't care about the fact that Tras is there for two weeks or more. This is the first time a Yid is owning it and the house is only Tomei. You, know, you have to now, now take a new look at the, at the house. So if a Yid has a house, it's Tomei, and he sells it to a Goy, does the Tomei go away is the question. Right, what did we learn about a beggar? If you sell the beggar to a guy, I think we said it's, 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 it's the, t- the tumor goes away, I think we said. Right. So by house, you know what we said? Yeah. So by house could be the same thing. No, away. The guy owns it then. No, I'm saying if I'm a house has terrace, so go to the guy, go to my clean lady, like, like sell, sell the house to her, buy it back. I'm just thinking, I don't know. Just, ah, okay. All right, you base. Echlesis. You give me. Buy a shitside echad of You have a house, one side's owned by a guy, but see that song, one side owned by yid. And the this even applies, I think, even if it's not my half, your half. We both live in the house to have, to have together. Right? Me and the guy. The same thing would apply. We'll see that it doesn't, it's not metama, because the guy owns a part of it. To the echad you solve, to the echad. So, well, okay, that's not a chiddush. The chiddush over here is even though this is my half and that's your half, you can't come back and go on your half. Or, I can put him at least, I have responsibility over here, even though we can go each other's halves. Even if the half appears on my half, and I'm a yid, because the guy owns the other half, the it's not tame. If we both own the whole thing together, for sure it's not, it's not a chiddush. Okay. Same thing, you have a house, nice big mansion. Part of the mansion extends into chutzlaretz. Still, even though it's a large part of Eretz Yisrael, since part of it's not shaykh, the whole thing's not shaykh. Which I call about Eretz Yisrael, other houses in Eretz Yisrael, metam and goyim, they are metama by tzeras. Bein b'tzavoyim de odom, bein tzvum de shemayim, we don't care whether or not the, all the stones are the original natural color, or you painted it with, uh, with a painter. Unlike a garment, we said it's only metame if it's a natural color. If you dye it, then we said it's not metame. And even if it's already tome, you went and dyed it, the tumor falls away. We said, I believe, when it comes to a house, not the case. You're down. Beisa Isha, the house of a woman. Beisa Shutzman, the house of two barters, even two Yidin. Beisa Knesses, Beisa Medush, Sheish Lahem, Bedur, Lachazon, or a public. A house like a shul or a, or, or, or a mesmedrish, which has a living area. But tam benigoyim, it's tam benigoyim. Even though the sukkah marmashma, you might say dafke, uh, it says ish, and you might say it's not an isha or a beisecha. Your house in the singular to exclude a shutu. If that's not the case, the case is that these houses are metama. Tesvav, kiris evos, the walls of a barn or a feeding stall. The kiris mech, a place where animals eat. You know, lunchroom for the animals, the animal cafeteria. No, it's not a place where people live. The keres of Mechitz Shabbat is the walls of Mechitz in the house. In other words, I have a house with four walls. But inside the house, you have all kinds of walls that divide the rooms. So, those walls are not of time going. The house is Vitam, because it's considered a four wall house. I is ten walls inside. That's for divided rooms. That doesn't consider, that's not considered like adding to the walls of the house. If the outer walls are five, like a pentagon or more, it's not Tommy. This is a four wall house on the outside, square, rectangular. The fact that inside you have multiple walls doesn't take it out of the halachas of Tras. But those walls that are not the walls that see the outside, if Tras appears on them, it's not the gay. What's only the gay is the, the, the extreme outer walls. So, um, okay, good, yeah. Just go on.